If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale in here. Special edition episode. I decided to switch things up this week. Um, I know you guys always ask me what I think and feel about certain things. I wanted to bring in a different side of the, like the other side of the table, right? So I invited the head of the Pennsylvania Antifa chapter. <laughs> um, I, the, the, the soy jack himself uh the soy lint kid um how, how are you doing sir how, how are, did you vote today i did and <laughs> i now go by the guy she told you not to worry about <laughs> because the beard's gone oh my oh, gosh baby. bro oh yeah Dude. oh yeah uh, how do you I, first of all you without a beard is wild i can tell that you've been breathing out of your mouth for 25 years yeah. Um, and two, <laughs> how do you, I mean, do you feel lighter? I do. Um, I got insulted at work. There you go. Um, I'll do it. I, w- I walked in and I walked past somebody, guy uh-huh. that I joke with at work. Mm-hmm. And as I was walking, he turned around and he said, what's up, Rufus? Referencing mm-hmm. the naked mole rat from Kim Possible. Wow. And I, I, like, I would have completely. Yeah. I was like, wow. That would have missed me. Thanks, man. (laughs) That hurts. That stings a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen a naked mole rat. I don't know what Rufus looked like, but I've seen a naked mole rat before. They're hideous little creatures. So because you didn't have a childhood. You're you're absolutely right. I did not. So thank you for that. Thanks. Not not like that's something we need to talk about. But you're you're absolutely right. Uh, So, dude, what a weird day. What a weird, you know, what a weird erection day. It's it is it is erection day. Things are t- things are spicy out there. I know. I know you're not a big politics guy. Uh, um, people people listen to the show for MMA, not politics. But it was a weird day. It's a weird day today. What do you think? It is a weird day, and that's it. A lot of focus is on the state of Pennsylvania uh-huh. because it's it's viewed at as a swing state right now. Um, whether or not Fetterman or Oz gets into office can dictate who has control of the Senate. It's yeah. a big deal. It really is. I'm glad you brought up swing because I want to ask you something. Swingers. I was, I was made privy to a conspiracy theory and I know that you're a big conspiracy theory guy as well. Are you familiar with the conspiracy theory on why there is a chair and only one chair in every hotel room? No, no. I thought you were going to hit me with some like Florida stuff where people put different color, like, like there's different color chairs you put on your porch yep. that dictate what kind of swinger you are. Yeah. Here in South Carolina, it's a pineapple. If you decorate yeah. your door with a pineapple. Yeah. That's a big thing. here. I just saw a video of a dude buying something off of somebody on Craigslist. And it was yeah. an upside down pineapple. And he's like, this looks really sweet. And then when he figured out the true meaning behind it, he realized what he paid for. Yeah. But okay. So yeah, one chair. In oh, just for somebody to watch, yeah. It, it's they call it the cuck chair. Oh, oh. I think I, I've spent nights sleeping in a cuck chair. 
I fell, I fell down a rabbit hole. Oh I somebody in there. I found a tweet where somebody said that that got they caught. They said that a guy's whole house was decorated in nothing but cuck chairs, and I thought. I, in my head, I said, what's a cuck chair? Thankfully, the internet has, you know, no uh, no limit to the resources available. So um, somebody tweeted underneath it, said, what's a cuck chair? And they said, it's the solo chair in a hotel room. There's a reason why there's only one chair in a hotel room. It's the cuck chair. And I was like, this is, this is, I never knew this, but it makes perfect sense here i thought it was just like logistics and just the overall spacing of the room you can't fit a second chair it's not it's not there's it's not purpose behind it. <laughs> there's, there's this purpose. you got oh. the cuck chair and then you got you got the bible in the nightstand yeah, yes i mean it just they depends. go hand in hand it just depends on what you're doing in the room <laughs> fetterman's up about two hundred twenty thousand votes right now but only 27 percent of the votes are reported yeah, of course. I mean, they're listen. They're it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. Philadelphia is going to be spicy. Spicy. Let me ask you this, because I, I don't want to get into party affiliation. Because you know me, I don't like any of them. I don't any of them. I write myself in consistently every time. Um, do you? People love you. People love uh, people like you. I I do it every time. <laughs> every time I write it in. Um, and. So what was I going to say? Oh, do you think that do you think that voting still works? In what way? Like, do you think your vote counts for anything? Like, do you think that like yeah. do you think legitimately yes. somebody says this guy's vote tabulated, put it in the right column? You think that's yes. a real thing that's happened? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Cool. A lot of people don't think that. I, I know. I know. Let me think. Let me ask you another question. Okay. Do you think voting will change anything? I think, I think this, Mm-mm. this election, yes, Ooh, because wow. it's, it's not, it's not necessarily in that this goes into party affiliation. Uh-oh. It, say, say I voted for Oz. Yeah. If that were the, if, if I voted for Oz, I'm not voting for Oz. I'm voting for the Republican party Ooh, yeah. because you're voting for your party to take control of the house or take control of the Senate to have the majority number. Yeah. That that that's it. I mean that that's what right. this election right now has come down to in the state of Pennsylvania. Right, but the pen, but the president has veto power, so it just shuts it all down. When you sit a stalemate for two years, doesn't do anything. Correct. Right. Which at at this point, with what we have in office, having the Republican House and Senate sitting in stalemate for the next two years is probably the best case option. Dude, you know it'd be super probably. cool. You know, it'd be really cool. Do you ever see? Um, I think they canceled it. But you remember that show with Kiefer Sutherland? 24? No, no, no. The other one. The <laughs> no, other one. No, I don't. <laughs> there was one where there was one where he was like, I don't know if he's like a senator or what his deal was, but like he was the person that like during like the, the State of the Union address, they kept him away Designated from Designated Survivor. Dude. Good show. Was it? Yeah, I, I we should the do first, that. Like, two or three seasons. Yeah. We should do that. I think we should just wipe it all out and start all over again. Was it Kiefer Sutherland? I don't know. I feel like it was Kiefer. I don't think it was. What a great name. Have you ever heard of any other person named Kiefer on the planet Earth? No. 
you're correct. It was Kiefer Sutherland. Well done. I knew I was correct. I did. I did watch. I think the first three seasons of it. First season was the the plot of it was so interesting to me. I mean, and then obviously like Olympus's fallen happened, and it's like, oh yeah. All right. One more. One more thing, and then we'll get into UFC 281 taking place on pay per view this upcoming Saturday. Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira. Now, I did see that there was one Powerball ticket sold in Los Angeles County, which is very interesting to me because that is the state with the highest tax bracket and also happens to have a massive deficit, which this lottery win will help eliminate a good portion of that, which is very interesting and convenient, by the way, considering the machines went down, they come back up, and the, the winning ticket was sold in, L, uh, in L.A. County. Okay, okay. That being said... Um, what if, what if, instead of the two billion, you could be president for the next two years? So you, you yes, because the president gets paid for the rest of his life. See, I knew absolutely, you, I knew you were a cash annuity guy. Yeah, that's a long term deal, baby. I, okay, all right, one hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah. are going down in the history books. Everybody's yep. going to know who you are. Okay. So right or wrong, Jimmy. Immortality. Carter, so you get immortality. Um, and you're getting paid the rest of your life. The rest of your life and immortality. 100. 100%. So even now, though you- the odds of the Powerball ticket being sold in California, it's twice as likely to happen in California than it is any other state due to their population. So, True. well, no, because that's based on it. It's based on it's based on participation not state population right but the the uh, the higher your population the more participation you're going to have not not necessarily true oh i disagree not necessarily true at all that's think about it like this when nebraska has a home game right okay when nebraska has a home game that stadium becomes the second most populous place in the state okay but then when they leave it's no longer the second most populous place in the state they make it such by participation I feel like those two don't correlate, but okay. No, think about okay. Same thing like Florida, right? Okay. Florida, I, I I have no idea. This is this is why we have producer Jake. I'm willing to bet that Florida has more lottery participants than any other state in the United States, despite not having the highest population. Willing to I'm that is That's the third highest population. Florida has the third highest population. Yeah, I think it's California, Texas, and then Florida. Holy shit! Yeah, California's what? California's like forty million. Now California's, I, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Texas settings thirty, and then oh Florida's like twenty something, twenty one, twenty two. Why are we ruining all the good places with lots of people? Ugh. Yeah. So, and I say that about Florida. Fuck California and Texas. I don't like either one of those places. Yeah. Much- Tech. Well, cuck chair was probably invented in California. It was. It seems like a California thing. It yeah. seems like a Don. I feel like Don Draper was the first person to sit, yeah, in a cup chair, specifically like the San Diego area. <laughs> fucking mad man. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? UFC two eighty one takes place this weekend. Oh man, I'm. Su- I, you know what's crazy? I'm almost more excited for this card than I was the Islam Charlie Olives card. The, this the, card's great. 
You agree with that? With that yeah, there's, there's early prelims on this card that I'm mm. super excited to watch. I like, I like that one. The, the the feature early prelim being exact, but yeah, yeah. Can we did have a fight announcement today, and I want to run it by you real quick. Okay. My man Jim Miller is coming back, back. at it. He's back at it again. Back at it. Yeah, fighting Gabriel Mowgli Benitez. What do you think like, the odds are going to come out on that? I feel like Benita is probably going to be minus 175. So Jim Miller. Yeah. Well, it's always going to be Jim Miller. It's going to be Jim Miller. It's so always going to be Jim Miller. Scoring. It's always Jim Miller. Always. Um, they only show per money spent per state, not per person. Okay. Um, Austin says, I was let, let down by 280. I think I was too. I, f- I feel like it was good, but not great. Not a great event. But it was yeah. good. All right. So we got 281. Um, if I've got my bout order correctly, one, two, three, four, five. Is Dan Hooker, Claudio Pulish? Is that what, that's what we're going with the first fight? Should be the first fight on the main awesome. card. Dan the Hangman Hooker at 21 and 12. Claudio Pulish at 12 and 2. Pulish is the plus 140. Dan Hooker at a minus 160. Over under on rounds. Is it two and a half? A lot of questions, a lot of concerns going into this fight for both gentlemen. Mm -hmm. What do you have to lead us off? I like Dan Hangman Hooker in this fight. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to right his wrongs. And it's not, so what, he's lost four of his last five, correct? It's a rough spell, yeah. yeah. But look at who he's lost to. 100%. He wasn't supposed to win any of those fights. Look, I mean, looking back at it, I I don't think there's a fight that he should have won there. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, I I like the experience. I like the level of competition that Dan Hooker's fought here. And I think if Dan Hooker can keep this fight standing, I think his advantage striking, um, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be surprised if Hooker gets him out of there. I'm but, okay with that. Yeah. He's got to like, obviously he has to avoid the knee bar. He's got to avoid yeah, the submission attempts. Three knee bar submissions. Yeah, I mean, good. You know call. he's going to roll for it. You know, oh, absolutely. Is, he'll, he'll be Imanari and like freaking Sonic the Hedgehog across the cage, trying to get to him. Um, I, I agree with you. I think I, I think those are I think those are salient points. Um, I think one of the, the 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 factors to take into account here too is Dan Hooker's fighting on the same card with his teammates, and Dan Hooker, for lack of a better way to put it, fighting naked doesn't really fight well. But when he's got his boys with him. Uh, he tends to do a lot better. Hold on, I got to sneeze. All right. What do they call Dan Hooker? Your favorite fighter's favorite fighter? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody calls him that. But I've, I mean, he, I've heard that reference before. Yeah, but I mean, that might be people that casually watch MMA. I don't know about that. I mean, he's, he's a likable guy. Dan Hooker's a likable yeah. guy. But going back, going back to his Dan lines. Hooker was charging twelve hundred bucks on Cameo for him to say hi to you. What a freaking ball bag! Go so ahead. Dan Hooker, Arnold Allen, yes. Arnold Allen went should have won that fight, and he was supposed to. Yes, correct. But yes, Dan Hooker, Islam. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, Dan Hooker, Dustin Poirier. He gave Poirier all he could handle. He I did. Would, that, he, that was a, an amazing fight. He gave Poirier all he could handle. All right, go ahead. Sorry. And then what was the other one? Oh, Michael Chandler. Uh, Chandler, he looked like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, dude, he looked so lost. I don't know if it was the Fight Island thing or what was going on, but he was not – 
he looked terrified to be in there with Michael yeah. Chandler. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if, you know, again, but we're talking like peak COVID hysteria, fight Island away from his family for eons. And then probably just thinking in his head the entire time, I can't fucking lose to this guy. Right. I really hope I don't lose to him. And then what happens? He loses. Fought so him. scared. Yeah. He fought just off the back foot the entire time. Yeah. And then not typical Dan Hooker. No, not at all. I, I like him in this. I think uh, one, one of the things to look out for that I think Dan Hooker does really well, uh, and, and it's a weapon that he's utilized time and time again, is that step in knee. He loves to th- try to thwart takedowns by, like, by timing your shot with a step in knee, whether he brings mm-hmm. it high or brings it low, but he loves to throw that. He'll be the big, bigger man physically, the stronger man physically. Uh, I think I think Hooker's worth your consideration here. Now, that being said, if he loses to Claudio, it's over. Like, we got to just fade for yeah. further notice. It's, yeah. it's over with. Uh, we'll be looking at Dan Hooker versus Shane Burgos mm-hmm. in the PFL here pretty soon. And Shane Burgos will kill him. Shane Burgos is hurt. He's out of his fight in the PFL. It sucks. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Next fight. Any props you're interested on that before we move on? Not really. Okay. Dan Frankie. Third round TKO, but that's about it. All right. Frankie Edgar, Chris Gutierrez. Frankie Edgar, 24, 10, and 1. Chris Gutierrez, 18, 3, and 2. El Wapo. What a goofy on. line this is. Minus what? 223 and plus 188. Like, yeah, what a goofy strange. line. Very strange. Over on our rounds coming in at 2.5. The retirement fr- fight for the answer. That's um, all good. And they gave him a bad matchup, I believe. Yeah. Yes, they did. There's nothing like here's one thing, right? It's one thing to have a send-off fight that's a bad matchup. It's another one that's like like think about it like this, right? Like like Jay Will, uh white chocolate himself, right? Retires from the NBA. Comes back for that big three, three on three league. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, we could see Jay Will play again one yeah. more time. Blows his ACL out. Yeah. This is that. Yeah. This is that. Like Frankie Edgar. Oh my gosh. One more time into the breach. Frankie, hometown crowd. Chris Gutierrez is gonna he's gonna kick his legs off. Like yeah. you're gonna get to see Frankie Edgar blow his ACL out for like, I mean, he he went a 20-year fighting career from fighting on MTV True Life. I want to yeah, be dude. a fighter yep. to beating BJ Penn back-to-back fights. You know, I mean, dude, you're talking about, I mean, just countless title fights, countless title fights, countless wars, the uh, most fight of the night bonuses in UFC history, the most time logged in the octagon in UFC history. Yeah. A surefire Hall of Famer, if there ever was one question. Yeah. And you're going to see him get crippled by some dude who is most famous for having John Anik talk about how he doesn't get to see his kids. Like that's Chris Gutierrez's claim to fame is that he stole Boss Rutan's nickname and John Anik talked about how he has, doesn't have custody of his kids, but he's gonna go out there and he's gonna he's he's just 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 a freaking nightmare matchup for Frankie yeah, man. It's bad news. It um, would be like as cool as it would be to see Frankie make one last walk in MSG and go out and get the there's there, I don't want to say there's no way, but there's. There's pretty close to no way he wins this fight. I, just I think don't. mine is 223, and I know that's a lot of juice. I feel like that's a steal. I I just – I don't want to say that like – so like the MMA gods love an underdog. I have no problem with that. 
one of the things that the MMA gods don't like is a beautiful death. Yeah. They they don't like a beautiful death at all. Yeah. It's the fight game as a whole has never been keen on beautiful deaths. Mm-hmm. The you have to force it, if you will. Like you have to Khabib yourself before yeah. it happens to you. Because if you stay one minute longer than you're supposed to, they'll kill you. They'll kill you in in an emphatic fashion. Um and I I think Frankie's been done for a while. And you know, this is this is not it. I mean, this is this is a Viking funeral for Frankie Edgar. All of his friends and family are going to be gathered, and they're going to they're just going to loose the flaming arrow into the octagon, which is a Chris Gutierrez leg kick. Um, I hate it for him, but it's coming. Yeah, I hate it. All right, I'm on I'm on Gutierrez, but I don't like it. I don't like it. That being said, real quick. I'm hoping that Frankie wins. And every time I fade Frankie, he wins. So, and every time I play him, he loses. So I'll, I'll take one for the team here and say that I like Gutierrez to beat him. If it means that Frankie gets the beautiful death. Okay. Yeah. But, but Gutierrez is going to yeah, be reverse psychology. <laughs> fading yourself. Fading myself. I'm fading the fate of myself. I'm fading yes. the fate. All right. Dustin Poirier taking on Michael Chandler. Chandler at 23 and 7. Poirier at 28 and 7. And I am interested. This is probably, I know a lot of people are going to give a lot of credence to the Izzy and Pereira fight. But if we're being honest, this is the people's main event. This is the people's main event. Oh, this my is the, God. It, it sucks that it's not five rounds, uh, but that means that we get a great pace for three. Absolutely. So. I will let you lead off with this one. Chandler at a plus 185, Poirier minus 215, over on around set at one and a half. Let her rip, Tater Chip. Dude, unless Michael Chandler digs in and brings out the Division One wrestler in himself, he <laughs> is fucked if he stands there and tries to fight with Dustin Poirier. Michael Chandler, as we've seen in his most recent fights, subjects himself to copious amounts of damage. Yeah. And Diamond is not the guy you want to stand there and let hit you. Yeah. Dude, I I'm really upset that Poirier is a minus two fifteen here. Yeah. Really upset. I was hoping he was going to be more like a minus one seventy ish, but I yeah, Dustin Poirier in this fight. Uh, you think knockout? Uh yeah. So Gaethje couldn't get Chandler out of there. You think Poirier does? Yeah. I think I think Poirier hits harder and more accurate and he's more accurate than justin gagey he puts more of a volume on him yes yes dude you think dustin poirier hits harder than justin gagey okay so maybe not one punch but i believe of the volume of punches does more damage let me put it that way for sure yeah yes he's accurate he's so accurate oh my god precise is one word to describe him poirier's been knocked out what two three times in his career if that, I think two. Connor yeah. got him and somebody else got him. Uh, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Yeah. Michael Johnson's speed. He's so fast. Yeah. Michael Chandler, teammate of Michael Johnson. Also fast as fuck, boy. You know who else is super fast? Who's that? Max Holloway. Yeah. 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 And Max gave Max gave Dustin all he could handle. Yeah. And Dustin gave him gave him a lot more. 
I have a weird feeling that Michael Chandler. I have a weird feeling Michael Chandler is going to win this fight. No, I, no. I Dan, think Dustin. Dale, that's Poirier, your gut and your hate for Michael Chandler that you have a bad feeling that Michael Chandler is going to win this fight because you no. dislike Michael Chandler and you like Dustin Poirier. I, so it's more of a gut reaction of man, I really think that I'm going to get upset here. Right. So here, here's my thing. Here, here's where. If we go to the nuts and bolts of this, if we go to your your binary ones and twos or zeros and ones rather, um, Chandler's got the better wrestling credentials. Yes, he's got more. I think he's got more physical power. Okay. I think he's got more physical power, um, and I think that he has the better. Uh, believe it or not, I think he's got the better chin. I think he's. Got the, I think he's going to have the better chin. I think he does. I think he does. I know he. I know he got knocked. I know he got knocked down in the Gaethje fight. I know Oliveira knocked him out, but Oliveira sat has sat everybody down that he's fought, with the exception of Islam Makachev. And I mean, I'm not going to fault you for getting knocked down by Justin Gaethje. I just won't do it. I mean, you, if that's like saying you got hurt when you got hit by a car. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, but how long ago were the Michael Johnson and Conor McGregor knockouts on Dustin Poirier? Oh, they were a long time ago. Long time ago. It was like five, six years. It was a long time. Long time. It's a long time. I listen. I, I think I'm just. This is the people's main event. And you're this on is, Chandler. I'm, I'm no, but here, here right. I agree with what you're saying. But what what I'm getting at, this goes back to what I was saying about Frankie Edgar. I think Dustin Poirier has overstayed his welcome. <sighs> I think he's overstayed his welcome. He has shown himself to be basically the ultimate gatekeeper. What are you going to have him fight Islam now? Was he going to beat Michael Chandler and then fight Islam Makachev and get choked out again? Like, what do you, what do you do with a guy like that who can beat most guys, but can never just can't get over the champ. I mean, the, the guy is a walking live, laugh, love meme. All he does is just talk in cliches and catchphrases and then he's fighting the other guy who just cuts wrestling promos every time they put a microphone in front of him. But at this point, at these, at this stage in their career, uh, I don't even think Michael Chandler has more tread on the tires. I don't. I don't know. It's Poirier's lost two fights in the last five years. One being to the goat Habib. Don't call him the goat, but Khabib, Yeah. And the and the other one being. Charlie, Charlie Owens, Owens, who yeah. has snuffed everybody who's stepped in front of him outside yeah. of Islam. Yeah, I mean, I think the smart play is Poirier. I'm just saying, I don't get, don't I, Chandler. Poirier by knockout. Chandler by submission. No, oh, rear naked. Yep. Come on now. He's fucking. He's gonna. He's gonna pop his head like a pimple. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna scramble to his back and oh, fucking just. Oh shit. Poirier is going to drop that oversized dwarf. You ready for the lock of the night? Yeah. If, if, it, if you are, if we're opposite sides here, we got an issue. Zhang Wei Li, 22 and three, taking on Carla Esparza at 19 and six. Zhang Holy Wei Li, shit. These Zhang are... Wei Li, minus 325. Carla Esparza, plus 275. Zhang Wei Li, by knockout. Zhang Wei Li, for all the money. Yeah. For all yes, the money. Dude. Yeah. For all and the money. And you know what? I came into this. I didn't even look at the odds prior to this. I, I love it. What? Carlos Barza's only method of victory here is to take Zhang Wei Li down. Yeah. 
Carlos Sparza's career takedown percentage, 32%. Not good. Not, good. not, not, not Mackenzie Dern bad, but still not good. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. No, she keeps it standing and she boxes her face off. Why don't I have odds for for the knockout on this one? Why don't I have that? Uh, let me just look through these real quick. I don't have any. I don't have any props for that yet. That's that's upsetting. Yeah, no. What's weird is UFC.com didn't even have the odds for this fight. They had odds for every other fight except for this one. So there is there something going on where this fight might be canceled? Is there a is there an know. injury that we don't know about? That wouldn't matter at all because the UFC apparently doesn't care about that at all. Yeah, that's a good point. They don't give a damn. I- yeah, let's talk about that for a split second before before we get into this. Um, for those of you that are unaware of what I'm talking about, um, obviously we're talking about the TJ Dillashaw and Aljamain Sterling fight where everybody and their brother, including the UFC and the officials, knew that TJ was hurt, but they let him fight anyway. That was pretty spicy. But then this last weekend, we had Derek Minner taking on what's a, what's a kid's name? Shylin Yah or whatever it yeah. is. I know yeah. I'm butchering it. Whatever doesn't matter. Okay, going into the fight, uh, going into fight day, Law was like a minus two thirty, something like that effect. Four hours before the event, he blows up to a minus four fifty, minus five hundred on other lines or on other books. You, as a person that watches lines, what? kind of action needs to take place in order for it to to double your your problem I mean, we're going minus 230 to minus 500 what kind of action needs to come in to move a line like that oh and i mean the action to come in to move a line like that has to be ridiculous sized bets i'm talking and it has to come from not your average joe it has to come from guys that are respected in vegas right realistically for a line to move like that inside information was leaked and they got wind of it and they they bumped the line so would you say like maybe like if we had like a discord chat ufc UFC being the shady bitch that it is i wouldn't be surprised if some people with big money laid some big money what if like what if you and i had like a discord right like a gambling discord Mm -hmm. and there was like 250 people 300 people in the discord and we got some information Right, like Derek yeah. Minner. Derek Minner has a partially torn ACL. Not good. Yeah. If we all went to our various books and put five grand a piece down, yeah, especially, could, especially on like it. first round knockout. Yeah, that could, yes, that would move it a couple hundred people. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's not going to go. That's not going to be like, oh, what's the odds of you know two hundred people placing this same bet for? a large amount of money within a 10 or 15 minute stretch. Yeah. If I told you that happened, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't. Did, is that what happened? That's exactly what happened. Fuck's sake. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And you, do, do you know who's at the center of said controversy? Go ahead. None other than Derek Minner's head coach. No. James Krause. Uh, oh, the fucking slime ball himself. The slime ball of all slime balls. The slime ball himself. This guy's gonna ruin betting in MMA. Hundred percent. Like, it's hundred percent. It's gonna end up being a sport you can't bet on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were books that removed it. They, that removed the fight in its entirety. 
in its entirety. Um, I meant to screenshot it, um, and I, 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 I have to go back. Ah, oh, maybe you know what? Maybe I have it. Hold on a second. Let me. Can you bear with me one second? Can we do yeah, some yeah, bad yeah. radio for a minute? No, 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 no. Let's see here. <sighs> um, let's see here. Give me one second. Somebody, somebody took a screenshot of of the James Krause Discord, but not for not for that fight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Looking at that, um, Oz is down ninety thousand votes. So close the gap a little bit. Forty five percent of the votes in. There you go. Okay. All right. So uh, it in in Krause's Discord, it's him and his boy Shay, who is a an equal slime ball. Okay. Um, who has supposedly lost millions of dollars. Of so this is James Krause's discord that he yes, runs. Yes, correct. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, he runs a, he runs a betting discord. That's, yeah, no, that, that's legit. No conflict of interest at all, considering he he manages and coaches fighters in the UFC, right? Yeah, yeah, right. That's, yeah that's like Sean McVay running a discord, or Greg yeah. Popovich running a discord. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what they, this is what they're coordinating. This was the other night. Uh, October 27th is when the screenshot was taken okay. from Shea. If anyone wants a max pump and dump position on college football tonight, let me know. Blast this ASAP, guys. This will be the move in three, two, one. He actually does a countdown. Blast the over all the way to 56 and a half in the Utah-Washington State game. The faster you bet, the better line will get. Play this all over. We'll move the line up and replay. Okay. That's a coordinated attack on a book. It is, and it lost. Yeah. The final score is 21-17. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you didn't watch the Derek Minner fight, the reason why this is also important is that Derek Minner walks out. He's dry as a bone, didn't work up a sweat in the back, nothing. Just walks out, moves around a little bit, throws a left kick. Left kick is blocked. Left high kick is blocked. Yeah. It's not like the cater situation where you see the knee lock up and he fucking screams out in pain. He kicks and then just goes, ow, owie, and yeah, grabs and he, it. Grabs he tried, it. He tried to throw it one more time, correct? And then and then Shaw gets close to him again and he throws it again. Yeah. And then he just sits down and just covers up yeah. like that. And then he just sits there afterwards and they're like, well, that was that. So wild, insane line movement. And then that super shady bro absolutely so shady james Krause is going to ruin it for everybody um i mean i'm not going to say the fight was fixed but i that's close that's close to fight it's 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 close yes it is yeah yeah um okay we got off topic here it's supposed to be jean Lee versus carlos barza i mean i think think we covered that jean Lee. Yes. I think she knocks her out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like I, yeah, I like the under four and a half. I I I like oh boy, and I like an alternate line of under two and a half. I think she gets her out early. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't I, I don't think we see the distanced mimicry song and dance of Rose versus Carla here. I, I yeah. Zhang Wei Li's too I, I think Zhang Wei Li I don't, my own, my own, I guess my only concern with with her would be if she's just over ambitious and walks into something that maybe she shouldn't. 
But even if she's overambitious, I think even if Carlos Sparza gets her to the ground, I think she can survive, get out of whatever round it may be that she gets her to the ground and learn from her mistake. Carlos got good wrestling. I, I don't want to shit on her. She's got yeah, good wrestling. Yeah. And and in women's MMA, being very dominant at one thing can win you a fight. You do not have to be well-rounded in women's MMA. But Sean Whaley's very dominant. Everywhere. Up yeah, she's very, yeah, she's very good. And she's been wrestling with Cejudo. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's a... that Dude, that, that chick... Daniel Cormier says some stupid shit. A lot of stupid. Most of the shit he says is stupid. Yes. But one thing that he said that I completely agree with is Popeye's that Zhang Lee is the best female athlete that the UFC has ever seen. Her strength, her speed, her yeah. cardio, yeah. everything collectively is un- it's unbelievable. That seems fair. Yeah, that seems fair. How fast do you think she is? Like so you think, fast. You think she could chase you down? Yes. Yeah, you're fucking slow. She could. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, I forgot. Hey, speaking you. of speaking of fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. Shout out to my two year old. My two year old <laughs> ran in a race this past weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finished first in his age group. Yeah. Uh, two to four. My two year old ran a mile in 14 minutes. It's fast, bro. So That's, fast, dude. Can you imagine how many little steps that is? That's a lot. It's like he ran three miles. Jeez. Yeah. It's like he ran three. It's like he ran three miles in 14 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's like on a four minute mile pace. He's like a regular person's four minute mile, like sub four. Yeah. Super fast. Yeah. If he ever grows to be taller than five, two, you should get him in. You should get him in track and field. Yeah. I mean, there's just not a lot of distance runners. Well, no, actually, I take that back. I think a lot of the ultra distance runners are shorter, aren't they? Shorter and skinny. Yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. they got two-year-olds running miles. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was the turkey trot. Yeah, right. Tur- ain't, ain't nobody trotting. It's competitive. It, it, it's super competitive. It, it is competitive. Yeah. yeah, he put he put the wheels on. He made the final turn. They had like an MC there, and he was announcing, like, he's in all black with red shoes because, you know, the shoes got a flare. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to pull And uh, he made the corner, and the MC was like, look at the red shoes. Check out the kid with the red shoes. And everybody's standing there clapping. And he was just eating it up, man. I mean, it was like he looked tired, and then he made the turn, and it was chin up, and he was just loving it. Yeah, he ate so it he went, he didn't even have the jets on. He could have ran it faster. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, no, we didn't put the jets on. We 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 really took in the atmosphere oh, of yeah, the final, yeah. like you know, the final like quarter mile. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I yeah. like that. Natural born athlete, bro, for sure. Takes after his uncle. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Takes after his uncle. All right. Main event of the evening, Israel Adesanya, 23 and 1, taking on Alex Pereira at 6 and 1. Jake's got the line for Izzy at minus 208. I saw him today at certain spots, minus 175, yeah. 180. It's kind of all over the place here, but that's okay. We'll, we'll it's the pick's probably going to stay the same. Pereira plus 178 over on rounds is at four and a half. Um, I think this is very interesting, right? This, this, this is one of those lines where Vegas sort of tells you how they see this fight playing out, right? Correct. If they're putting it at four and a half, Vegas thinks that Izzy by slow, boring ass decision. Yes. Yeah. Tactical. Decision. Tactical. 
We'll go tactical. You keep you keep giving him credit like he's smart, and I'll keep pretending that he is. He's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he's he not. is. He thinks he's slick. He thinks he's good on the mic. He thinks he's good at talking shit. He thinks he's better. Like he he's three steps ahead of everybody else. He's not. He will he's be. Not. He will be on Saturday night. He will be on Saturday night. He's gonna fuck up Alex Pereira. People are gonna be very upset. Now, so hear me. Hear go ahead. Hear me out here. Okay. Who's a fighter that Izzy is very close with in the heavyweight division? Moving close. As far like, as friendship. Oh, um, well, are you talking about like Francis? Francis. Okay. All right. When Francis went up against an inexperienced mixed martial artist who likes to stand, what did Francis do? And Cyril Gone. Okay, we're talking about Cyril Gone. Okay, you're talking about Cyril wrestling. Gone. Okay, gotcha. Do me a favor. Keep your pinky down. You distract me with that pinky. That thing is oh, oh yuck. Put it down. There you go. <laughs> Weird ass fucking claw. Do go we ahead. do we think do we think that Izzy uses some wrestling here? No. No? No, I don't think he you think he's he's too prideful. I just want think to stand there and basically beat him in a kickboxing match. I think that if you go back and you watch Izzy's fights against Pereira kickboxing and realize that what what made Pereira win those fights was the fact that he has and here here's a drinking game for everybody on Saturday night. Oh boy. Anytime Rogan says death touch or touch of death <laughs> regarding Alex Pereira, you gotta take a shot. Okay? You won't see the second round. Yeah, you want so um I I think if if it if it's not for that, Izzy's beating him in those fights. Like he's literally winning every moment of the fight up until the touch, if touch, you will. Yeah. Um I I have no reason to believe that this is gonna go much different. And I think that with four ounce gloves, him hitting Pereira the way he was hitting him during the kickboxing matches, if it leads the way Izzy tried to be slick. And he was talking about Pereira being frozen, calling him Elsa and being stiff. That's all he's saying. He's, he's just saying that he's stiff. And he's absolutely right. One of the things that Izzy doesn't realize, though, is he fights like James Vick with his skin or with his, not his skin, but his chin pointed to the sky like, he, like he's looking for answers from above. It, both of these guys have, despite being world-class, world champion kickboxers, have very, I don't want to say that not as a total, but both of them have glaring fundamental deficiencies prayer with hands low and he's wildly stiff. And then is he exiting every exchange with his skit, with his chin pointed skyward? It's very, very strange how either one of them haven't been caught more than they have been. Um, that leans itself to a Pereira potential knockout, but I think Izzy's too smart at this point. I think it keeps the range. I, I think you see a John Jones style win here i think we see elliptical kicks i think you see knee stomps i think you see clinches i don't be shocked at all yes. if we don't see one or two eye pokes in the first round he's going to keep that lead hand out he's going to be fingers out up the whole nine he'll be putting those manicured fucking sugar soft g-h-e-y gay fingers all in Pereira's <laughs> face all up in there dude uh, yeah manicured you know what i toes. call that what suspect? Because he smart. definitely is smart. Yeah, I call that smart fighting. Yeah, keeping your distance, throwing strikes that should be illegal that are legal. Yeah, it will be. I, I, I think is he. I think he knocks him out. 
I think Izzy I, by knockout. I do too. I think Izzy knocks him out in the third or fourth round. I think four and a half is a trap. Um, yeah. That being, well, I just I love playing the, the if and that because I think about this. I've been thinking about this. Camp Glover to share is on a roll right now. It's very tough to beat somebody coming out of Camp Glover. And I mean, Pereira's fighting out of there. Poetan. I just I'm still on Izzy, man. I'm on Izzy by knockout. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he wore a pearl necklace. Thank mm-hmm. you, Austin. I forgot about that. I can't with that. Just the fucking worst, man. Ugh. This is a really rare occasion, but I was just thinking back through this main card. I'm 100 chalk on this main card. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I I'm probably gonna play a chalk parlay. I'm just gonna go straight yeah. favorites. All five favorites on this main card. Yeah. And I think it's been a while since we've had a main card that's gone chalk. It has been. And when when Chandler hits, you're going to regret that all chalk parlay. No Um, shot. But what's interesting about these, excuse me, these pay-per-views like this that people get hyped up for is we usually see lines like this scattered throughout the main card. The minus two to 250s with the plus 180 to plus twos on the comeback. It, but people continue to get hyped up for the matchmaking. It seems very, while competitive, it still seems cut and dry, you know, on how it's going to play out. And it very rarely does. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to screw this up. Somebody's going to screw it up. Yeah. Somebody's going to screw it up. Well, that's why it's going to be probably, you know, 12 or 13 to 1. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what it's going to be. All right. Uh, Let's see. You want to go? We'll go prelims. We got to cover them all, man. Yeah. Who's the features? What Brad Riddell? Yeah. And Hanada. Oh, boy. Moicano. Moicano. All right. First fight on the prelims, the early, early prelims. Nikolai Negomarianu. Taking on Carlos Blackjag Olberg. Olberg at six and one. Negamarianu at thirteen and one. You can get plus money on Nikolai Negamarianu. Olberg at a minus one thirty over under on rounds is at one and a half. Do you have a strong opinion about this fight? Because I do. No, I don't. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me why Nikolai is going to win this fight. He absolutely is going to win this fight. You know why? He's going to win it for all of us pierogi eating cabbage-loving, fucking Eastern Bloc European descendant motherfucker, he is going to take it to this pretty boy that is Carlos Olberg, who is only in the UFC because he's Izzy's best friend and sparring partner. The most One of the most popular plays you're going to see this weekend on it's people Carlos is Olberg. Olberg and Ol- Olberg by knockout. You know why? Because he is, he is wildly handsome. He hits very, very hard. Um, and Nega Marianu can be hit, but dude, just give me that giant. What is he, Moldovan? What is, what is Nega Marianu? What, 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 where is he from? What is that? What flag is that? Let me let, I'll let you know. Hang on here. Romania, that giant Romanian dude, that dude literally is, is pulling like it. He's pulling a, a wooden cart with, with, with a, with a mule to get around. Give me that. Give me Romanian. Give me Romania for all my money. Yes. Wow. All your money. Not all my money, but some of my money. <laughs> some of my money. I know. To 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 get a little bit more 
precise about this. Nega Mariano is a grinder and he's got a chin on him. Um, I, I think right now, if I'm not mistaken, I read a stat that he significant strikes absorbed versus that versus handed out is almost like 2.2.8 to one. Um, That's a lot. so he, he gets hit a lot, <laughs> but he's a grinder. Uh, so what you're saying is we're siding with the man's for pierogies and halushki. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Beard hair, rogue beard hair cut loose. <laughs> oh, dude. That's so dude. You look like Matthew McConaughey crying in Interstellar right there. That was so good. <laughs> that was why. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, but he's a grinder and he's got grit and he's got three round cardio where Ulberg does not. He puts everything he has into every strike he throws. So if he can't get you out of there, he'll wilt. He's not built. I mean, if you just look at him, he's not built for ugly. He's not built for grimy. So if Negamarianu can make the fight grimy, um, if you're on Olberg, Olberg round one, everything after that, we're you live bet Negamarianu. It's it, it'll just get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. I'm on him. I'm on him. Okay. I love it. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. I don't love it. I don't love it like I did Matush Gamrot. Uh, don't stop bringing it up. Oh, bro, it's so funny. I just love. I just love just completely eating shit on stuff. I'm highly confident, and I just like Nega Mariano in the spot. Um, all right, Julio Arce taking on Montel Jackson. Montel Jackson 11-2. Julio Arce at 18 and five. Arce at the plus 170 spot. Montel Jackson minus 200 over in rounds two and a half. What do you got? The over two and a half. Really? Yeah. Okay. What's that come back at? Do you know? I don't know the odds on it. I got I you. Montel Jackson by decision. Montel, oh gosh, you're really living dangerous here. Go over two and a half. You're at minus one seventy. Yeah. So yeah, Montel Jackson by decision is probably going to be well, like a plus two hundred. See, Jackson wins by decision, plus one sixty five. Yeah, close enough. You going to go with that? Yeah. I think Montel Jackson wins the fight. I don't necessarily. <clears throat> I mean, I, I can't bet a fighter to win by decision anymore. I know you can't. I can't. I just can't do it. It's bad. It's bad juju. All right. Mike Trezano taking on Sungwoo Choi. Sungwoo Choi at 10 and 5. Mike Trezano, the wolf, at 9 and 3. Overrunner rounds is at 2.5. I'm a little upset they didn't put my, my man Sungwoo Choi on the Korea card. But that's okay. He's got a favorable matchup here against Trezano. I think he gets it done at the minus 162 spot. Over and around is at two and a half. What do you think? I have no opinion here. No opinion. All right. No. Well, all right. Well, no. if you have an opinion, this is what it should be. Okay. Tell me. Tell me Trezano, what it should say. Well, Trezano, if he was smart, would want to wrestle here, but he's not going to because Correct. his fight IQ is low. So he's going to engage in a stand-up battle with Sung Woo Choi, who's got to have um who's going to be a little bit slicker on the feet, be a little bit faster, probably not as durable, but if you're going to go tit for tat, I mean, Sung Woo Choi will essentially be a ghost out there against Trezano, who's just kind of plodding, just kind of slow. He just doesn't use his wrestling. He just doesn't do the thing that he should do, and we can't bet on what somebody should do. We have to bet on what they will do, and Trezano has not shown himself to use his wrestling. So I'm on Choi here at the minus 162 spot. I think it's a good spot to take him at. I'm looking at a money line play. Yeah? Yes. I'm okay. Looking All right. at the updated 
Here, we got one of my favorite spots of the night coming up. Carolina Kovacevich taking on Sylvania Gomez Juarez. Gomez Juarez at a plus 100. Carolina, KK, my girl. She's come back at a minus 120 over on around at two and a half. You want to, you, you got something to say about this one? No, no, no. I want you to go ahead and tell me why Carolina is going to win this fight. She is not. Oh. Carolina is going to get knocked out here. Oh. And you know how much that hurts me. I do. You know how much it hurts me to say that because I love a good Eastern Bloc woman with sturdy hips and, you know, like, like, like we said earlier, that can make some pierogies. Like I want, I, I love, I love Carolina. She's been, that that's 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 been my girl for fifteen years now. I know, but it's how do you bet? How do you bet somebody who's beaten only Felice Herrig in the last four years? I I completely agree. I can uh, I I just I. No, you said Carolina's going to lose the fight. I know, I'm, I know, I'm, but I'm I, uh, giving you fuel to the fire. I'm I know, well, but here's my thing. So here's my thing: is you're you're saying how can I bet? somebody well yes. i i better off of strength of schedule i know that she's only beaten felice herrig Correct. but she's fought the who's who so like yeah. in in theory she there's nothing that sylvana gomez juarez should show her that she hasn't seen before my my problem is is that she beat felice herrig but th- do i think that she looked good against felice herrig no do, like like i i definitely think that was more just a win based on the decline of both of those women and her just being a little less down the hill than Felice Herrick was. Meanwhile, Gomez Juarez is coming in, and she is very sturdy and hits hard. very hard. Super um, hard. Super hard. Um, throws punches like she's throwing baseballs. And traditionally speaking, against the uh, against unrelenting power, Carolina has not fared very well. Um, so I'm on Gomez Juarez here. I'm thankful that it is women's science because I was going to play it anyway at this. Um, so I'll take the plus money, please, and thank you. And I'm going to take her by knockout here as well. I'm trying not to overexpose myself no. and go knockout yeah. and under two and a half because I want to play all three. Correct. But I know yep. that's overexposure. Yes, it is. And what's going to happen is Carolina is going to win by decision, and I'm going to fucking lose all three. Correct. So I'm just going to take Sylvania, Gomez Juarez, Money line, and I'm going to take her by knockout as well. And Gomez Juarez only has one, like legit one bad loss on her record. What are you talking about? The Demopolis loss? No, Loopy. Yes. <laughs> hmm. You're a special kind of person. You know that? You are a special kind of person. And do you think that Carolina can armbar her? No. Okay. Okay. Oh How man, huh? No. Okay. You think she can? I don't know because Carolina's got submission wins. She does, but have you have you seen ever? It's like trying to trying to think of a comparison here. No, like, she can't. I'm not overthinking this. War is like, beats her, like, knocks she, her out. So if you took like a marker, yeah, you know you could break a marker in half. What kind of marker? It's like like a marker, like a like a Crayola marker. You could you snap can't break a Crayola marker with your hands right now. You can't do that. Okay, if you took a full size Crayola crayon, you could break okay. it in half. One hundred percent, you can do that. If you yeah. took a little nub of that Crayola crayon, you couldn't break it in half. 
and that's comparison to a normal person's arms versus <laughs> Gomez Juarez. I'm arm. over. This is it. The, the, this is. You thought my you thought my my freaking Nebraska thing was bad. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? The shorter the object, the harder yeah. it is to break. Yeah. Do you think that people with short arms should be allowed to enter bench press competitions? They're at an extreme advantage. It's unbelievable, right? It's unbelievable. But if you look at the majority of them, that's that they. I mean, they're or like you ever see like you ever see the people that lift and they've got like they arch like their belly like like this like their breastplate up to the bar and they yeah. just do like like that. That's that's professional. I mean, that's how I hate that. I know, but that's what that's that that's what it is. As somebody whose fingertips touch their knees, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like that at all. It's not fair. No. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. You don't have that problem. You're. What do you? Bro. You got you got short arms. I don't think so. You don't think? I feel like my wingspan is appropriate to my height. Is it? it did you ever hear the thing where like fingertip to fingertip is how tall you are? Yes, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like, have you measured that out? No, but I'm going to after this. Yeah, we should. Because yeah. I I'm pretty sure I'm probably like spot on. You think do you think you're like a perfect like like the like like I'm, a the, per, I'm a perfect five eight and a half. The Da Vinci dude, like the Da Vinci yeah. drawing where you absolutely <laughs> what is that called? Producer Jake, what's that called? The Da Vinci man. He just rolled his eyes, dude. He just fucking rolled his eyes at me. Are you kidding? Look up the Da Vinci dude. Fucking rolls his eyes back there. Next. Unbelievable. Who is this guy? I want to look up the knockout line on war. Okay. Give me yeah. One second. Don't, don't rush me while he's looking that up. Uh, war is by KO plus 300. Let's go. The Vitruvian man. Thank you. Thank you. So you are, dude, if, if yours is exact, I'm call, like, we got to change it. You, you have to be the Vitruvian man. So, like side note off topic from MMA, but in topic for the whole wingspan argument. Yeah. Have you seen this Victor Wembignana kid from France? Victor Wembignana. I have no idea what that means. So he's seven foot four. He's okay. looked at as like the best prospect since LeBron James in the NBA. Oh my God. Dude. Okay. Dale, I'm talking seven foot four. He hits, he shoots threes off of one foot fading away. He's, un- he's unbelievable. This kid's incredible. Wingspan, yeah, eight two, eight two, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's wild. Jeez, oh man, yeah. Wow, I have another desk over there. It feels like you probably type. Man, you you enjoy basketball. When we get off here, I just want you to look up Victor Wembanyama. How much money would it take for you to let him stick his middle finger in your butthole? Thousand bucks. <laughs> Here's the reason why I bring that up. Because I take that thousand and put it on a rock chalk main card and walk right. away with twelve or thirteen grand. That's right. That's the reason why I bring up the finger in the butthole is exactly. Did you see what's going on with Colby Covington? Yeah, didn't he put his finger in some some chick MMA's fighter's butthole? No, the other way around. Oh, she put her finger in his butthole. Okay, yeah. cool, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, not Paul. It's, is it? it's a natural reset button. Paul. <laughs> Paulia Viana 
who just knocked out Jinyu Fry, which punchless curse in action there on Jinyu Fry. Um, yeah, supposedly, I mean, back a couple, that was probably about a year ago, um, Colby said that they were messing around. He was working on his bedroom cardio with Pollyanna. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like that, thought it was a very uh, not classy. So she's currently suspended from Twitter because she came out and said that Colby asked for her to put her finger in his butt in his butthole while giving him the old BJ and she would not do it. And he got upset. Well, I think I, I'm, and I'm pretty sure this is medically proven. Not that I've ever experienced this. I'm pretty well, sure you are, you are a nurse. So I'm pretty sure the male G spot is in the butthole. I think that's inside a, the, the anus. I think that's a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. theory, no, theory don't. that, that gay dudes tell each other to try to convince themselves to let something in there. I don't want to give my FBI agent a ruse and I don't want to Google this right now because, you know, he's watching everything I do. Bro. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's real. Do you think like the road trip thing where like like she was like milking Stifler's prostate, like that was a real thing? Yeah. Isn't that what they're talking about? Maybe. Are is the skin from your butthole and your lips the same skin? I've heard that before. Um, they'll take skin grafts from your butthole. Oh my gosh. And put it on your lips. Mm-hmm. What about your eyelids? Same thing. It feels like it's the same kind of skin. I mean, I don't know if there's butthole to eyelids surgery, but I'm, I mean, I know that the skin graft can be taken from, from the actual sphincter. Does it grow back or do you just have an open butthole? Yeah. No, it's like a lizard. So you your butthole, your butthole back. regenerates? Um, maybe. Well, no, you're talking about it like it's fact. I need to know these things. I'm I would assume so because like we spoke earlier through text message when you what you know when you wipe so much in a day and you get why are you blowing up my text (laughs) don't do that that's violation of the code don't blow up the text don't blow up the group chat you can't do that I I would think it regenerates like any other skin I don't know, dude. Like you talk about like a liver, like you can you can like cut your liver in half and it'll grow back like like a lizard. Correct. But I feel like Jake's like, what? Yeah, well, that's, that's a real thing, Jake. I mean, that that's yes, that is no different than the largest organ in on your body, which is your skin. Okay, but 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 well, that was that was some jeopardy shit. Okay, so <laughs> but what I'm saying is I feel like so speak all right. So I've had I've had stuff cut out of my skin before and it, it didn't grow back. It healed, but the skin didn't grow back. It healed. Okay. There's a difference. What, what what do you what do you wait? What you had what cut off your body? Like I've had I like so you, you know I got scars all over the place. I've had Correct. I've had stuff removed. Yeah. But my my skin healed, it didn't grow back. So what I'm saying, like, is if 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 say you're, I lost your, my your, your skin adheres together, your skin is naturally flexible. It has flexibility, so it adheres together and just makes it tighter. I understand that, but let's say it's like the, the extra stitch after after chicks give birth. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> let's just say hypothetically, at a in a rogue fireworks accident, I lose my eyelid. Yes. If they take an eyelid-sized piece of skin from my butthole and put it on my eyelid, will my will the will the eyelid-sized piece of skin from my butthole grow back, or will that skin just heal? Is what I'm getting at. I would say yes. To what I I said two I, things. 
I said two things there. I would, I would say yes. The, the skin. We're getting so off topic. We got two say, fights left. It doesn't matter. I would say yes. The skin on your on your butthole would grow back. I don't know if that's accurate. I'm okay with it though. I just feel like donating butthole skin to everybody then, dude. <laughs> Can I take pieces of my butthole and fill in these scars I have then? Knowing that my butthole skin would grow back. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Here you go. Now we're getting down to the brass tacks of it. The real question is, how do you prevent getting pink eye if you use your butthole mud flap for eyelids? So <laughs> that's, a great, that's dude, that's the question. That's a great question. No, there's a pretty simple answer to this. Okay. Well, you got to um, wash your eyes all the time. No, Dale. Oh, oh, what? Before they use the butthole mud flap on your eyelid, they would clean it and it would be sterilized. It would be clean. You wouldn't have Wait a second. shit particles on I your have eyelids. A question. I have a question. I have a question. I feel like I'm learning about the human body all over again. He's saying butthole mud flap. I don't have a mud flap on my butthole. I just have a butthole. Do, do you have, <laughs> those are, those are called anal skin tags. Do you have <laughs> do you have a piece of skin that covers your butthole? <laughs> do you have a piece of skin that covers your butthole? Austin, you should get that checked out. <laughs> I don't have any, I have no I don't have to open a door. <laughs> For anything to come out, I don't no, have to pin I, any. I don't, I don't, I don't pin anything to the side. To yeah, I don't have to lift anything out of the way. Yeah, I don't know about that. I read that like like it was just like that was a thing that everybody had. But that's not the case. Do you have like naked chick silhouettes on your butthole mud flap? She's <laughs> <laughs> sitting like this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man, yeah. If you've got a flap, bro, we got to have that looked at. All right, Ottman Azatar at <laughs> minus one fifteen taking on Matt. The steamroller frivola. Yes. Azatar, another guy. <coughs> Goes back to the Joe Rogan touch of death. This is another guy you'll hear Rogan talk about it with. Minus 127 frivola plus 107. Over on around two and a half. Are you on frivola here? I know I you're am. big. I know you're a big frivola. Oh, guy. I'm big on Matt Frivola here. Yeah. Tell me more. Dude, it's what's it been? It's been over two years. No, he's fought. No, I was. Since, oh, since Ottman, yeah, since Ottman fought, yeah, it's a yeah, lot, dude. It's a lot of ring rust. Um, Matt Frivola comes out, and I think a pace is key here. Yeah. He puts a pace on him, exposes the ring rust, and I like, I really do like Matt Frivola here. One of the things that makes me nervous about this, we remember, remember Matt Frivola beat a guy that we're both super high on. Who's that? Jalen Turner. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just going to brush that off. Yeah, that no, it was good. I mean, just, I mean, the Jalen Turner he fought then is not the Jalen Turner that exists now. Jalen Turner that exists now just murders Matt Frivola. And Correct. Eats, eats a soul out of his lifeless body. Um, the, well, the thing that con concerns me here is Ottman's a company man. He's a company man. I'm not talking about fight fixing. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just saying company men have, have had a real go of things right now. Um, and very interesting. Also, just so you're aware, I know maybe it matters to you, maybe it doesn't. 
Matt Favola's got a Baphomet tattooed on his back. No, oh, I know he does. I hate that. Who who did he? Who was it? McKinney. Yep. That we 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 saw that for the first time, and we were yep. like, whoa. Yeah, what I, is on his back? Yeah, I feel like as I, I, as as principal alone, I can't bet a guy that's got Baphomet tattooed on him. That's weird for me. Under I two mean, and a half. Under two and a half. I don't know, dude. I still bet Tyreek Hills over on yards weekly. Oh man, he murders. Well, he doesn't murder, but he beats the hell out. beat yeah. the hell out of his pregnant girlfriend. I still yeah. bet on that guy. That's real bad. Yeah. Oh yikes. Yep. You think Baphomet's oh I don't know. One's a tattoo, one's a real action. Just yeah, don't bet on him. I know. Can I just stay away from it? Yeah, you can stay away from it while I okay. make money on Mafravola. That's fine. Fair enough. You make money on it, I'll stay away. <laughs> What's up with your boy, man? Hey, where'd he go? I don't know. All right. Andre Petrovsky, eight and one, taking on Wellington Terman at eighteen and five. He's still here. We just can't see him. Mm-hmm. Um, minus 200 on Andre Petrosky. Well, he's determined. Plus one. He didn't say he turned his camera off to check for mud flaps. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, over on around rounds at two and a half. How do you, how do you feel about this? Because Wellington Terman has been Wellington Turdman for a long time, but he, uh-huh. he's kind of turned it around here. Yeah. And Petrosky a bit of a killer for about seven minutes and then it's game over for him. So I think you get Petrosky in round one. And then after that, it's the Wellington Terman show. What do you think? Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with taking Terman here. Cause we really didn't pick a sizable dog. And there is, there, there's one more fight that there's a sizable dog in this fight, in this card. Okay. Unless that fight got canceled. Wow. Are you, so are we just breezing over that you're cool with, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm cool okay. with Terman. Okay. So, again, like I said, if you're on Petrosky, you're on Petrosky in round one. Okay? You're not on Petrosky late. When you see him walk out, he's just nothing but muscle. He does not, he's got seven minutes of fight in him, and it's over after that. So, even if it's a rough round one, Terman is worth consideration. Still, if you're a live bet guy. The, the reason why this is – I don't normally talk about live betting, um, but – we live betting seen, is value. There's a lot of value in live betting. There's a lot of value in live betting, and we've seen a couple spots the last couple, the last few events where guys and gals were losing large portions of the fight and still pulled out a victory. And even then, with judging being so hit and miss lately, if it's a close fight, visually speaking, um, you know, you may be able to get good lines because they're leaning some way other than, <laughs> think about I'm trying to think of the most recent what was like the, I think Piotr Jan was like a was like minus 380 at the end of the at the end of the fight like live round or like live betting was like minus 380 minus 400 um on O'Malley yes. so yes. I mean you, if you're betting O'Malley live throughout the course of that fight you're making bank when he wins so um again second time i've brought it up petrosky round one um hell even at even end of of round two but i think wellings determined has to survive round one and after that it's all him uh so you can play him a little bit money line going into it and maybe you know 
if you if you say I'm going to set aside a unit for it, um, total, you know, half money line, half live, get yourself a, a steeper line. So anyway, all right. Um, Aaron Blanchfield taking on Molly McCann. There Molly McCann at 13-4. Aaron Blanchfield at 9-1. Minus 400 for Aaron Blanchfield. Oh. Plus 300 for Meatball Molly. Oh. Over in rounds at 2.5. Are you this excited about Molly McCann? Dude, at plus 300? Yes. Bro. I'm sorry. Listen, Dale. Yeah. There's not. I know. I know. Plus 300 is ridiculous. I know. And I'm not saying I think I, I I'm not saying in a 50-50 am I saying yes, Molly McCann wins this fight. But at three to one on my money, absolutely. So, this is value in my opinion. So McCann wins this fight by knockout. Blanchfield win, Blanchfield wins this by sub. Correct. I think I think you just play those. What's meatball Molly by KO? Because I mean no, see that that's that's where I get pissed when she gr- when she does win a decision. Okay, so Blanchfield by sub plus two fifty, um, McCann by KO plus six fifty. I mean, you can do quarter like a quarter of a unit. I just cool. i I would rather just go meatball plus three hundred. Okay. Okay. Um, it's the biggest dog on the card. She's the biggest dog on the card. How? Because. Blanchfield. And I know Blanchfield's good. Yeah. But I mean, so Miranda Maverick called her out, right? Meat, yeah. Meatball. Yeah. So here's the thing about Miranda. Miranda's been calling for the meatball fight for over a year now. Like she yeah. had said uh this last this this last weekend, she's like, I've been calling for this fight before she has the clout that she has now. Yeah. That's what that was her quote, because she has been. She <laughs> I think when she was on the show before, yeah. she was like, I want to fight Molly McCann. Yeah. Like, she's like, I think that'll be a fun fight. I want to fight her. And it would be a super fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'd be a banger. Yeah. I think Miranda Maverick beats her. Yeah. But it would, it would be, it would be a very fisticuffs heavy, aggressive, yeah, uh, chick fight for sure. What are, what are your thoughts, real quick, um, on Miranda's performance this last weekend? I mean, I felt like she should have been able to get Shanna out of there, right? I mean, she was, cl- dude, she was so close, like ten times. Yeah, she was super close. But at the same point, I mean, the same point in time when you're in there, a win by knockout and a win by decision, a win's a win. Yeah. <coughs> Here, here's what I, here's what I wonder, right? Everybody's been doing this. They're shouting out skinny bets, <laughs> right? Which I don't know how the UFC is allowing that, but they are. Um, what's stopping a guy like Skinny going up to somebody like Miranda, who's a minus seven hundred favorite, right? And just says thirty five grand goes to decision. Yeah. <clears throat> Not telling her to throw the fight at all, right? Doesn't change the outcome of it, but like. I mean, like- 35 grand over a round and a half. Yeah, this is this and this has been happening in sports in individual sports. It's yeah. a lot harder in team sports, team sports to do yeah. This. But in individual sports, this has been it's been happening and it's never going to stop. Right. Somebody's always got a stake. Somebody's always got a dog in the fight and there's always the risk of 
fighters who I don't want to word this fighters who have the ability to dictate how the fight ends, whether it yeah. be by knockout or, 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 you know, by submission or by decision. Yeah. So when you're that sizable of a favorite, when it's that big of a mismatch and you have the ability to dictate how the fight finishes, there's always that risk. So one of the things that was brought to my attention and I, I can't, I am not a professional fighter, believe it or not. And, um, one of the things that was brought to my attention was like the, the rear naked choke positions that Miranda was getting her in. Yeah. She was under the chin would bring the arm around and then let go. Yeah. Like she just wasn't like, it was there. It was there. Now, like the ground and pound, I believe Shannon was doing just enough to not get stopped. Right. Like every time that the ref was tell her to move, she would move. But the chokes, I mean, they were there. They were there. And I mean, again, I wasn't in there. I'm not accusing her of anything. I just thought it was just very interesting. Very interesting. All right. We got two more fights. Let's roll through these. Dominic Reyes, 12 and 3. Ryan Span, 20 and 7. Reyes, minus 210. Span, plus 180. Over on rounds is at one and a half. Um, I can't figure out whether or not Ryan Span's good. I don't think he is. No, I don't think he is. <clears throat> Dominic Cruz here? Or Dominic Reyes? I'm sorry. I do. Yeah, Dominic Reyes. Okay. There, there's I mean, questions he, to be here. If Dominic Reyes loses this fight, he's cooked, right? We're done here. He can't. He can't lose the Ryan Span. No, he can't lose the Ryan Span. And I can't I can't take a I can't hold his last three losses against him. He ran in there's Jan, John Jones, and Yuri. Yeah. I mean, what do you 90 95% of the weight class is coming out of that stretch 0 and 3. Right. So no. Yeah, biggest wins. I mean, oh gosh. You know. Ryan Spann lost to Johnny Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Who else well, did he lose to? He uh, lost to somebody else bad. Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith. Yeah. Not that Anthony Smith's bad, but he got subbed by Anthony Smith. Yeah. He also got subbed by Robert Drysdale, who if you remember Drysdale, he's about yeah. 160 pounds. So yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. not a that's not a good look for him either. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like here. Okay. When's Yuri fight again, by the way? Uh, the Glover pay-per-view at the end of the month. Okay. Yeah. They just dropped the fight poster for it. It's sick. Okay. Um, or December 3rd, maybe. Maybe it's the December 3rd card. Um, all right. Hanada Moicano at 16-5-1, and one, taking on Brad Quake Riddell. Uh, Riddell is at 10-3. and three. Moicano minus 123. Riddell is is the underdog here. Former training partner of Rafael Fazeev who fucked up Moicano. <clears throat> is this a trap? Is this a trap? I feel like I, this is Riddell all day and easily. Why? Why? I what agree. Is, I, yeah, him at plus this, money here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think Moicano had that war, that short notice war against, who was that, RDA? And Vegas is just giving him a ton of love here. I just don't think that's the case. I, I don't think he's got it. I, I think that takes years off of your life. I think he was fringe, cut, getting close to being cut before that, mm-hmm. and they're putting him up in the against her at super clean kickboxer and Brad Riddell. Yeah. Now, yeah. Riddell is easily submitted, yes. so Moicano would be wise to use his jujitsu here. I think if you're on the Moicano <laughs> side, why not just give yourself plus money and go submission? He is not knocking out Brad Riddell. Um, so Moicano by submission or Brad Riddell – 
money line knockout. I just like I I just I don't want to chase giant odds. I would just take Brad Riddell. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's go top to bottom real quick. Let's run money lines. Okay. Just just leans doesn't have to be locks. You just say what you think. All right. Yeah. Olberg Negamarianu. Negamarianu. There we go. I just wanted to hear you say it. Jackson and Arce. Jackson. I'm on Jackson as well. Choi and Trezano. Choi. I'm on Choi as well. Carolina and Silvana. Little crayon. Is that Silvana? Yeah. Okay. Ottman Azatar, Matt Frivola. Steamroller, baby. I'm, I'm staying away from that. Real quick. Hold on a second. I just can't we can I I have to do something real quick. Can you, uh, can you not? I, I I have to. Just give me two seconds, okay? Can you just can you just <clears> give me a second? Trying to play some co-op Halo, man. All right, give me a second, man. Give me a second. I want to show you. I want to show you something. What up, man? I need you to see Matt Frivola's tapology picture. Okay. <laughs> speaking of that, Bro. speaking of that, this Sunday, two episodes of Yellowstone. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. so that's a little more broke back mountain-ish, but yeah, a little bit cool. All right. Um, Wellington Terman, Andre Petrosky. Petrosky. Really? I'm on Terman there. All right. Molly McCann, Aaron Blanchfield. Oh, Molly McCann. Okay. Meatball. Span Reyes. Reyes. I'm on Reyes. Uh Riddell Moicano. Riddell. I'm on Riddell. Claudio Pulis, Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker. Hooker. Edgar Gutierrez. Gutierrez. No, as well. Poirier and Chandler. Poirier. Poirier. <laughs> oh, man. I hate to – I can't pick Michael Chandler in a fight. Give me Poirier. Thank oh, you. I can't do it. Thank you. I, I hate him too much, man. I Carlos Barza, Zhang Weili. Weili by murder. Yeah, and Israel Adesanya, Alex Pereira. Izzy. Yeah. 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 Izzy. Is he? I I agree. I agree. We're 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 down the middle. I think the only I'm just staying away from the Frivola fight. Listen, when are we ever gonna get Izzy at a minus one seventy again? If he once he beats Pereira, never. Never, dude. Never. You're never gonna nope. see it again. No. Unless he goes to if unless he tries to do the light heavyweight thing again. It's the oh, only time yeah, to see it. That that was right. mm. but Yawn humbled his ass. Well and, and you know damn well he ain't going up there and fighting Yuri. No, right. You oh, know he did. Oh. <laughs> No, that'd be that'd never. be bad news. Never, bro. Never. Dude, he wouldn't. Could you imagine him fighting Glover? No, bad news, bro. Bad, bad news. news. Bad news. Because Glover is just gonna look at that and go, "Who's this fucking cheap John Jones looking motherfucker?" And he's gonna try to get revenge on him. That's exactly yes, what's is. gonna happen there. So, yes, all right. Is. Appreciate everybody that tuned in the live stream. Thanks for everybody that tunes in, uh, downloads the show weekly. Um, if you're not familiar, Soup and uh, his co-host Tyler have a fantastic. Basically, they bet on everything that's not MMA yes. um, called Give Me the Points. You guys go live on YouTube on most Wednesday nights. Last week, I was too ill. You were too sick. Most Wednesday nights, you're live, um, but you do weekly shows. And if you don't have that, then your plays are all available on your Instagram, which is at, at yeah. Give Me the Points. At Give Me the Points. 
Okay. As Give well as G- the Action Network. Yeah, G-I-M-M-E. Give me the points. G-I-M-M-E. Um, so check them out there. And uh, appreciate everybody that tunes into the show consistently. I am off Instagram for a while. Just real okay. quick. Shadow um, ban. I, well, the shadow ban has been real for a while. But some little fucking snake. Some little sneaky, slimy, slithering rat. Mm-hmm is reporting everything I do. Everything. And I have keep, suspicions. And I keep getting little notifications about posts that are violating, even though I'm not doing anything, that I'm that I'm violating hate speech and violence and everything else. Somebody is reporting every single thing I do. So uh, in an effort to not lose the, the account, um, I'm just going to let those, I'm going to let it sit for a while. Um, so if you want to interact with me, you can at Twitter or on Twitter at punchless MMA, and you can shoot me an email chat at punchless MMA as well. So 64% of the votes in Oz is he's closed the gap. He's 33,000 votes behind. Interesting. It's going to be, in, dude, it, there's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. So, all right. On a serious note, one more thing. Yeah. Um, this is not something to be taken lightly. Oh gosh! I, why, I you, why, you got to tell me you're about to get super. Come on, man! What the, are you doing? Um, <sighs> what? Every six months, go to your PCP and get your fucking butthole mud flaps checked out. Oh gosh! All right. Yeah. Get get well, once you once you hit thirty five, get your prostate checked. All right. See you guys. Be good to each other.